dig. Hello, my friends. Welcome to another episode of Things We Dig. On today's episode, the mask is smoking out of here. Just seeing Jim Carrey do like the vulgar, you know, fucking killing people and all that shit would be so funny, man. Dumb and Dumber is such a classically just untouchable, funny comedy. I don't Mm -hmm. know anyone else who does physical comedy as well as Jim Carrey does. Alrighty then. Welcome to another episode of Things We Dig. As always, I'm Chris Fig. Somebody stop me! It's Dave. As always, it's the claw. Hey, it's Alex. <laughs> awesome dudes, love the intros. So, as you guys may know, we're talking Jim Carrey today. Just a little uh, insight on the man if you don't know him. Jim Carrey's been around for many, many years, 40 years, actually. He got his start in doing some stand-up. As you guys know, he does great impersonations. So he started that in the late 70s, 80s. And then, of course, he had his just extreme hot streak in the 90s with movies like The Mask, Dumb and Dumber, Ace Ventura. So to kick things off, I just wanted to ask you guys a few questions about Jim Carrey. So I want to ask you, Chris, what do you feel is Jim Carrey's best role of all time this is kind of a hard one to answer i have, this isn't necessarily my favorite film of his or what i would consider his best role of all time but i think if you were to ask like as a general consensus probably eternal sunshine on the spotless mind just because it was him like people had never seen him before he finally did like a very serious role very reserved and he absolutely crushed it. It was uh, an amazing film, blew me away. And I think if you had to ask, that was probably his best performance for sure. Dude, funny thing is, is when I was going through these questions, I was going through them with Melissa and she's like, well, how would you answer these questions? And I say that same exact movie, pretty much verbatim of what you said. Just one of those, I mean, we're, we're so used to Jim Carrey being this really zany, kind of crazy, wild ball fire. And then he comes to do this movie in the, I would say early 2000s. And like you said, just absolutely crushed it alongside Kate Winslet and really just did a phenomenal job playing such a, like a, kind of a mind fuck of a movie but also really heartwarming serious toned movie as well so dude good uh good selection on that already dave i have a question for you if you could live the life of any of jim carrey's movie characters tv characters which one would you pick i'm just gonna go with bruce almighty Ooh, okay so i could have the powers of god even though i know it was super overwhelming in the movie and he gave it back in the end because it would suck but just to experience that would be pretty cool i think if you weren't gonna say that movie i was gonna jump in and be like how would you not pick bruce almighty yeah definitely i mean there was a like that montage scene where he's just really having fun with it before everything started to like get him like overwhelmed if you weren't gonna say bruce almighty i was also thinking maybe the mask even though he's a little bit crazy but have Having the powers of the mask would be kind of cool too as well. I'm surprised they haven't remade the mask with today's technology and a new actor yet. I feel oh, like dude, they've they've done a few is. extra oh, movies yeah. that suck really bad. One okay. of them was with Jamie Kennedy, 
which was like the beginning of the end <laughs> of his like somewhat successful success oh, he was man. having. And I saw somewhere in an interview, he took that movie over something else that became like a very successful Malibu's franchise. Malibu's Most Wanted too. <laughs> I forget what it was, dude, but he was like, you know, it sounded good. He, I was nervous. I, I didn't want to try to measure up to be Jim Carrey. And they're like, don't try to be Jim Carrey, be your own thing. And it's called Son of the Mask. And it is uh... a pretty terrible movie. Bummer. It's Damn. one of those movies where you'll see like Looper or IGN, like like top 20 worst movies. And that one always happens to make the list. <laughs> mask, the mask I will four. not take the time to watch it then. I would highly recommend you don't. Yeah. All right. So speaking of sequels, AB, I have this question for you. If you could take one of Jim Carrey's iconic films and see it as a sequel, which one would it be? And why would you choose that movie? Great question, man. And I had to think about it while you guys are doing that. But I definitely would have loved to see The Cable Guy 2. I think that would have been a great sequel. They could have went so many different routes with it. He could have became less crazy. He could have been just as crazy. But definitely Cable Guy is one of those underrated movies I think a lot of people don't bring up as far as Jim Carrey movies go. But that one, just his character was fantastic. And there's so many other great actors in that movie as well. I don't know when that came out, but... I'd say that's late. I don't say late 90s. 96 or 97, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. Around there. Cable Guy 2. Definitely like classic scenes I can just think of. Doesn't that that seem like a movie that would have been rumored or to be in the works yeah like something you could have typed into imdb and it says like uh, you well know, i literally searched cable guy and cable guy 2 pops up and it says like where there'll be a cable guy 2 and it says he's not a big sequel guy but i'm like hmm, for the right amount of moolah he is also depends on the type of role too because he did do ace ventura when nature calls which was a direct sequel mm-hmm. and and i think recently maybe this even past super bowl but uh I think he did a commercial, right, where he was the cable cable guy again, right? Oh, was, shit. Yeah. You know what? He, he did. He All also right. did Dumb and Dumber and Sonic 2, which yeah. just recently came out. That is true. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody wishes that he never would have done the Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. That's I, uh, I didn't even attempt to watch that movie, man. It looked it looked really dude, bad. Dude, it was so bad. And then I was like, Harry maybe I'll Lloyd, give it a right? rewatch. This second one is just like almost one of those things where it's like they're just like it's like Zoolander trying two too hard almost. Anchorman you know? two, sadly. Yeah. All those first movies were fucking gold, and then what the fuck happened? And yeah. it's funny because a lot of those dudes too, like Jim Carrey, and a lot of like those other actors, will say like when they have a movie that funny, they don't want to do a sequel because they don't want to mess up the image of the first movie, but then mm-hmm. they'll do it with something as classic as those films. It makes you wonder why. But do you th- feel any of Jim Carrey's movies are underrated? Or do you have one in mind that you feel is his most underrated movie? I think The Grinch, man. Maybe people don't mention that one. but The Grinch is a classic Christmas was, movie uh, in my family. Yeah, Jim Carrey is so good in that as The Grinch. I wouldn't even dude. say that's underrated. People probably just he, love that movie. He had to um, wear special contact lenses for that film that were like excruciating to put in and Mm. keep in all day. That's why he was so angry the whole time. (laughs) I think for me personally, I always felt like maybe on this pod, we appreciate it, but I feel like when the Truman show came out, almost like how you guys were talking about eternal sunshine of spotless mind. I know those are completely different films, but I've almost felt that way about the Truman show. I felt like that was like 
his most serious role he played first where he really wasn't Mm -hmm. joking i mean he was a guy who sometimes would like do something that you know he couldn't help but ad lib something here something there but for the most part he just played a dude who was oblivious that he was being recorded and everyone around him was an actor and that's why i feel like when i was a kid a lot of people kind of didn't like the movie because he was it wasn't a over-the-top funny comedy by Jim Carrey. But I always, even as a child, when I saw that movie, really liked it. And I just recently watched it on YouTube for free, is funny funny enough. But that movie's crazy, man. It's really good. Still holds up. Great movie. Dude, one that I thought looked extremely stupid from the previews and saw many years after, and was like, that was actually a pretty good film, was uh, Mr. Popper's Penguins. If you guys have ever seen that one, but Ooh, it was uh, yeah better better than I expected. Definitely one yes. uh, watch with Melissa, dude. You guys won't be disappointed, dude. I will take that, man. Because I remember seeing the trailer for it and being like, "Oh, this actually looks like pretty fun." I mean, more on like the family side type of films, but still looks good, man. He kills it in the the family type of movies too, as well. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's funny. I think they make fun of that on South Park, and that kind of influenced me not wanting to see it too. But I think it was the episode where Stan is being cynical. He's like getting older, and so everything he sees is like bullshit. And they go to the movies, and they're coming this fall. Jim Carrey as, and it's, it's like a bunch shitting, of shit, and yeah. like him with penguins. <laughs> Dude, I think another one. I don't know if it's underrated, but definitely one that does not get talked about a lot. But the movie, yes, man. I feel like that kind of came out yeah. in, a, in a time after his hot streak. And I think maybe even after Eternal Sunshine and kind of his more serious roles. And I remember watching that movie. I'm like, dude, this is really fucking funny. Like a really unique story. Like, yeah, it's kind of a slapstick kind of comedy movie. But still, I mean, there's some kind of uh, heartwarming moments in that movie. But all around, just fun, good time too as well. I'm glad you brought that up because I forgot about that movie, man. And I really liked that movie when it came out. I want to say it didn't come out too much after like Bruce Almighty, maybe a couple of years, like two years or so or something. But um, another one that popped into my brain when you brought that one up was Fun with Dick and Jane. That was a pretty funny one too, man. I don't know if you guys ever caught that one. That that too, like funny, but I, I think well, it just didn't do too well in the box office where nobody talks about it, it too much. Isn't it kind of funny? Like, cause you can kind of group Jim Carrey's career, like earlier days where he was doing in living color and stuff. And then he got his like block of early to mid nineties movies where I'd say he like rose to fate superstardom. And then he kind of went into the two thousands where like Bruce almighty, I almost feel like was that benchmark where he wrote that into like a bunch more films. And then it kind of wrote off until more recent years. He's done the Sonic films, which I haven't seen, but you guys have said it. My sister has seen it both movies. And she says he's classic, like Jim Carrey from the nineties, just cutting loose, having fun on set. It seems like, you know, it makes you wonder how much he ad libbed in that movie. Cause it does come across as just classic Jim Carrey. Yeah, I would say that role for for Sonic came out of nowhere. When it first came to be, there was going to be a Sonic movie. I'm like, oh, cool. Never in my mind would I think Jim Carrey would be Dr. Robotnik. And you see him, and like you're saying, Dave, like it's classic Jim Carrey. Like he's back to his, you know, that hot streak we're talking about of the 90s being that type of Jim Carrey. And seems like just having an all-around good time. Yeah, I need to see number two still, but I was very surprised by number one and how much I like him in it and like hit him and was is enough of a draw that I'm gonna watch number two eventually for sure so well it's kind of funny even when you do think about just that Sonic movie in general because when they announced it I was like Sonic movie really this is kind of a stretch now 
And so I instantly kind of thought negatively about it. And then when they, if you were just to try to think like who the fuck would play Dr. Robotnik, you know, like based off the games and even the cartoon. And then when they announced Jim Carrey, I was still like, how is this movie going to work? And I guess it's safe to say it exceeded expectations. I mean, it has a sequel and the sequel did well too. So, so I want to ask you guys this question. Do you guys really think this latest Sonic movie is his absolute last role? Cause he, he said multiple times he's retiring after this movie, or at least he's retiring soon. I, I don't know if he has anything else in the works, but do you think he, you think he'll be retired for, for forever? Maybe he'll come back in a couple years, or do you think he's solidified himself in movie history, entertainment history to retire and, you know, walk towards the sunset as a legend? I do not, man. I don't believe any musician or celebrity when they say that they're retiring from this or that, unless like, you know, they have some type of traumatic event or illness or something like life altering, because it's like, I mean, all it's going to take is a few years from now when they're bored for someone to be like, here's $10 million to do this. And I'm like, ah, fuck it. Yeah. I'm, I'm unretiring. You, you've seen it happen so many times now. Like how many, you know, final farewell tours have the fucking Eagles been on? <laughs> yeah, hopefully this is not his last. I went and looked at his IMDb and his last credited role. He he has he has moments. He's in the weekend videos. He's in a music video at the weekend. He's like in some shorts with the weekend. And I kept thinking, like, why the fucking weekend? Like, does he does he like his music? Do they have like a a, a joint relationship? But the last credited thing is he's a doctor in a music video from the weekend. So if that's the last thing he's going to be credited by on IMDb, he's got to come back with something. Sonic 3 or do something new like he did his chops like Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, 23. There's another dark movie that I wanted to bring up. Haven't heard of it at all. And I really want to go back and he looks scary in it. But I would love to see would love to see him come back again a little older as that like a, a role that he shows his chops again. I think he's definitely won his right to be considered. I think he, his legacy is already solidified. But I do agree with Chris that I, most of the time, if somebody says retirement, he's been doing it for so long. I think he's just going to live life and enjoy himself. But if something sparks his interest, especially after a, a lot of time has gone by, if he's really serious about not doing anything, I think something will call him back. For some reason, I've always envisioned Jim Carrey being like our generation's Dick Van Dyke. Like he's going to be some super old man with white hair in a movie role one day, you know, when we're like way older and we're like, damn, Jim Carrey still got it, you know? So I don't know, but we'll see what happens. I think he'll enjoy his time. I think he is a, an artist through and through. So even if he's not devoting it to being on film or being in a movie role, I think he'll definitely be producing art one way or another. So we'll still see him around. Alrighty, dude, some good talk on some Jim Carrey, but I want to ask you dudes, what is your all-time favorite Jim Carrey movie? For me, it's definitely going to be Liar, Liar. I love this film, saw it as a kid. It's just one of his ones that jumps out to me. And I think that uh, one of the things that just makes Jim Carrey great is his ability to sell physical comedy. I think that's a really hard thing to do. Like a lot of other actors try to be physical in their movements and stuff. And it just is so easy for it to come off as very cheesy and very over the top and just not work at all. But for some reason, he's able to like embody it so much and like just 
put himself 110% into it, that his physical comedy, like not only works, but it's amazing. And like in this movie, the way when he's trying to not lie and he's like, it seems like you almost see him like wrestling a fucking like living lie within his body and like fighting it down and not letting it come out. Uh, I just thought that was really cool. And seeing him with a family for once to bounce his zaniness and stuff off of, I think it made it a lot more relatable for people watching. And he's not just like a, a lone wolf character, I guess you'd say, like in a lot of the movies you'd seen before. So uh, I really, really enjoyed Liar Liar. Hence why I am the claw this week. I've had better. <laughs> so boobs are huge. Dude, great fucking pick, man. What you're talking about, the physical comedy as a kid, and even to this day, the whole, the pen scene, the pen is blue scene, where he, like you said, he's like wrestling with this invisible fucking force trying to like lie and like throwing himself over the table and scribbling on his face and just i i don't mm -hmm. know anyone else who does physical comedy as well as jim carrey does ah, dude. dude the bathroom scene oh uh, my god the yeah. shit out of himself i'm whooping my own ass <laughs> <laughs> dude yeah. the one scene that i never that i always remember when i think of that movie is when his secretary has just had it had it with him and she's leaving and she's like I had a friend, a burglar, fell through her roof and landed on a knife and sued her. He was robbing her house. He sued her and he won. And she's like, for whatever amount of money. And he's like, that's terrible. And she's like, no, is that right? And he's like, no, I would have got him 30 or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> she's yeah. Like, oh. And she leaves. Well, she comes back, though. She really loved him. Mm -hmm. The worst part, obviously, such a great movie. But he's just like the worst dad. <laughs> um, I'm going to jump in and I'm going to say one of the best movies that we didn't talk about, thank God, was Me, Myself and Irene. And I don't know if that was around the same time, but that was just classic Jim Carrey. But then having those multiple personalities and he played each character perfect and he just like could snap and change. And just the whole story was great. You know, his wife cheated on him with like a dwarf limousine driver uh, their limousine driver for his wedding and then she had got pregnant and had three three boys who were like these huge dudes that ended up being like awesome and he was the best dad to them um but that just character like Dude. him snapping and being i think he was three different characters but i saw on one of those uh fig brought it up earlier but it was like a mojo countdown thing and me myself and irene was brought up and i think it was just ad lib scenes or whatever you know improvised scenes mm -hmm. and it was jim carrey with his three sons in that film when they're like on the computer looking something up and he's leaving to go to work and he's like bye guys and they're like bye daddy and he goes and asks for a kiss <laughs> yeah. that wasn't in the script or anything and all of them are like um all right and they just go yeah. up and they each give him a kiss <laughs> on his cheek <laughs> Dude, it, um, what was it? The same thing. I remember being young and I didn't understand it, but he had just, I guess, had sex with the, this lady, Irene, and he goes to pee and his piss is just like all over the place. And I'm just like, it was an inside joke that I guess you had to get if you had sex with somebody or something. <laughs> and I get it now, but I still was like, what the fuck? What is this? Why is he peeing weird just because he just had sex with this girl? But it was a nice adult joke. I was too young I, for it. I remember that that film was funny being a kid because up to that point in our lives we were pretty much able to see every Jim Carrey film or at least I was and I was like I love Jim Carrey and like 
my parents were like, you're not allowed to watch this. And so I was like, what the fuck? Like, I want to watch this movie now even more, obviously. But yeah, that was funny. The first time I did see it, so much of it went over my head. I almost picked this as our underrated pick earlier because uh, I also love this film, but I don't. It's not that I meet people who don't like it. I just feel like I meet a lot of people who are like, oh, I never saw it. Like, oh, what? It was classic. Yeah, I feel like I I would too was thinking of picking this movie as well because there was a there was like that span like Dave you were saying Jim Carrey's career obviously 1990 like three to like 97 just on fire dude in everything and then from like 1998 to like let's say like 2004 I feel like a lot of those movies had great movies too as well but perhaps just kind of flew under the radar or like Chris was saying a lot of people just never got around to see it and me myself and Irene speaking of physical comedy he could do that and also like you're saying play three different personalities and you feel for each personality one was a big fucking dick and then the other one was like oh shit like this guy's had just kind of the shit end of the stick but you're rooting for him and it's funny because you see them as two different characters right like the dick asshole that he turns into be and then you know the one who's a good father to his children you're like oh there's he's playing two characters but it it's just one actor and that's just the range jim carrey has yeah he really he really showed it i loved it dude for me what I'm going to throw out there is part nostalgia, I guess, and just how much fun I had seeing this movie in theaters. I, I believe I went with my dad, maybe my older sister, Brooke, as well. But I'm going to throw out a sequel, believe it or not, but Ace Ventura 2, When Nature Calls. I thought that movie was so hilarious, dude, when I saw it in theaters. Like, peak physical comedy Jim Carrey in that film, especially so many countless just classic scenes dude yeah i thought it was hilarious it's very different from the first film the first film was funny too but this one you know he's in africa he's trying to solve one of the tribes out there's their their ancient bat is missing that they use for like mating rituals and stuff with the royalty of their tribe and you guys have seen it while he's trying to find this bat a bunch of hilarity ensues Mm -hmm. including one of my all-time favorite scenes jim carrey has done where he gets way too hot inside of the mechanized rhino (laughs) and he takes off his clothes and then he's like needs to get out and so he just rips out a little hole and it looks like the rhino gives birth to a full-grown man But yeah, Ace Ventura 2, the fighting scene where he, you think he's going to fight this big dude and he's already, and then he drops down some crazy little guy who fights dirty and just beats the shit shit out out of him. Yeah, I just think the scene where he gets shot by the darts and he just, his arms start falling asleep in his legs, like perfect perfect physical comedy where he's just trying to like drag himself and fling his arms around and it's just, and he literally is shot by like a fuck ton of darts. Dude, and you, you talking about a sequel, Dave, I honestly think, I mean, my own opinion, I think When Nature Calls is better than the first one. Like, in my opinion, just that one rare occasion where a sequel is better than an original. I mean, both are great, but I just think, like, Ace Ventura 2 just takes it to a whole nother level. And yeah, really, I just think that movie is probably a step above the first one. I would agree. One of the rare cases where the sequel outshines the original doesn't happen often. It seems like they're two completely different movies almost. And I think that's why it works, dude, for sure. But um, one thing I just remembered, doesn't Ace Ventura 2 end with him having sex with the virgin princess? And they're all like pissed at him and like chasing him. And that's like how it ends, I'm pretty sure. 
Yeah, I'm not sure if it's the ending, but that that scene, he just it is like a like a pan out scene, and you see him like running on the island and just and a bunch like, of dudes chasing him. Frame. Dude, but that's like one thing I think I'm pretty safe to say the joke went over my head, possibly because I was definitely like eight years old or something when I saw that. Dudes, all solid picks so far. I mean, just there's so many, but all of these have been really iconic. For myself, I've been going back and forth of which is my all-time favorite. I mean, we talked about Eternal Sunshine. I think that's an amazing movie, really underrated. And then go back to Dumb and Dumber, the first one, where just I remember being a kid watching it over and over and being so fucking hilarious and so funny. But I think ultimately the one I land on is The Truman Show. I think it's a great combination of that transition for Jim Carrey from being, you know, characters like, you know, Ace Ventura or The Cable Guy and then transitioning to, it's still a comedic role, I would say, but also kind of showing his acting chops too as well. And just the whole premise of The Truman Show was really unique to me. I mean, like so many iconic scenes you know the scenes i think it's madison square garden where people can watch him on it's he's in his uh his uh, bathroom mirror and he thinks he's he's caught the director and then jim carrey draws you know him as a as a spaceman and i just remember being like damn this movie is so clever and jim carrey had just crushes it again too as well and overall just a great fucking movie to me yeah i think that was a movie that was really ahead of its time too like the concept was amazing and stuff and it was almost not hard to grasp but kind of like oh wow that's wild and then now you see as the future goes on we go more and more into reality television we're like if someone were to be trapped in a reality like this now it would be more believable than it was back then like it's a movie you can visit now and and it almost rings more true so uh Timeless for sure. I really enjoy the Truman Show. Dude, most definitely more so than ever. It's almost easier to see like a show like that happening. You know what I mean? Which is fucked up to say. But also, I just want to touch on Fig did bring it up and I'm glad. It shouldn't even be an honorable mention, but there's so many things to choose from. But Dumb and Dumber is such a classically just untouchable funny comedy in my opinion yeah i feel like it's so brilliant and that's why it was a shame that they ever tried to make any other movies attached to that franchise honestly but thanks for at least one of us mentioning that film because if we didn't we would be crucified out there by our fans or the people that listen to this pod for sure oh dude dumb and dumber hands down one of the best comedy movies ever dude and have uh jeff daniels you know as one of his uh co-companions in the movie so i don't know why i said co-companions co-stars He's a co-companion. It's another one of those movies too. Sorry. It's another one of those movies too by Jim Carrey where we all were a little young when we were watching it a shitload. And then as you get older and you revisit them and you're just like, oh shit, all those adult jokes make a lot more sense and land it makes it even funnier dude so just classic dude there's one the the one scene that i i remember watching this movie in theaters i remember it's i'm probably sharing too much but i remember getting one of those like like meal packs for the kids I and mean, i don't think my grandma knew what kind of movie this was but my older cousins wanted to see it and the scene where who it was his actual wife in real life in this movie but where she's about to show him his her goods and my grandma's like oh cl- close your eyes and ends up being the the diesel trucks headlights and she's like oh never mind yeah. and I, I remember being like you know kind of have your eyes closed like headlights hey grandma. your grandma you was right your grandma was right to do that though because a mere i'd say minute to under a minute before he lifts her dress up and shows her bare ass so <laughs> <laughs> 
And the, I always remember the great. face the face he makes. He looks at the camera, huh? He's like, uh-huh. <laughs> oh, man. I forgot about that. She was super cute. For sure. I got worms. <laughs> Samsonite. Oh, I was way off. <laughs> We've landed on the moon. <laughs> How about, can I ask you guys something since we did talk about the number ones? Did you guys grow up watching? Because this was slightly a little bit before our time. But it is funny because I do remember my dad did used to watch In Living Color. And that was such, I, we were like, I, I feel like I was like five or like six. Like it was such a long time ago, dude. But the one sketch that I do always remember was Homie the Clown. That's like the only thing I can remember. And as I got older, I remember like reruns and stuff and I'd watch it. But another thing I was going to bring up is, do you guys remember in the intro, he went by James Carey on In Living Color. Right. Not Jim. So it was always strange to see that. Yeah, I think he maybe wanted to be a little bit more of a, because James sounds like, I guess a little more classical or like at least like, oh, James Carey. And then I, I wonder why he made that switch or maybe he was always going by Jim. So he was like, ah, oh, Fuck, I'll go by Jim. Dude, um, another thing that I discovered through my uncles in my youth, God bless them, was in Living Color, man. They, all three of them fucking loved it. And especially the Fire Marshal Bill character. My uncle Nathan loved that character. So I saw all those sketches growing up. And that's probably my first... That or watching Dumb and Dumber with my uncles is probably the first interactions I had with Jim Carrey. And I can go back and watch. I think we've talked about it on this pod before. I think In Living Color is like almost the pinnacle of sketch comedy, at least for that era. Like I know SNL is still around and carved the way, but they, In Living Color was just such a different vibe. And I loved it so much. And uh, Jim Carrey was definitely a very large part of that. So if you haven't checked it out before, people go watch that shit. Well, like myself, I have not seen it. Is it, I wonder if it's streaming somewhere or if it's like easy uh, to find it's, somewhere. I think, so it's, it, it, I think it is streaming be. somewhere. I'm not sure if it's streaming anywhere, but that intro was always so damn catchy, man. You I've probably seen it actually. You wanna do in living color. <laughs> and the Fly Girls, J-Lo, Jennifer Lopez. It's pretty much like where she kind of got her start in entertainment, I believe. Dude, and I think Jim Carrey's intro, it was the intro was always something to do with paint. And I think he got like a bike yeah. and he like put it on like the screen, right? And he was like painting the screen with the oh. bike. That does sound um, familiar now that you are say you, that. Uh, are you familiar with like the cast, Al? It was like the Waynes, like uh, who was uh, uh, like Sean, I think was on it. And uh, Keenan yeah. was on it. Keenan Ivory Waynes oh, was on it. Keenan Thompson. I, I was like, what? <laughs> no, like a few bad, of the Waynes brothers uh, were on it. And then it was Tommy Davidson was on there. David probably. Allen Greer was on For there. For some reason, when, when you bring up Fig, you brought up the paint and the tire. That that clicked in my head. Like I have seen him do that. I have seen that. So I've definitely seen this. I think it was on Fox. Yes, it was a Fox Uh, show. I've definitely seen it for sure. Then, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, you probably just saw some episodes on, Damon, you know I mean, in your youth. Damon Waynes was Homie the Clown, and he'd always be like, Homie, don't play that, and hit the kids with a <laughs> yeah. sock with, like, something in the sock. Uh, <laughs> it's all kind of coming back. That's funny. Yeah, the bike, the painting. For some mm-hmm. reason, that just clicked in my head. It was an intro. All right, brothers. Let's keep the ball rolling and stay in the theme of usually two-second tunes. But tonight, we're going to play the movie quote game, Jim Carrey edition. Now, for all you new listeners out there, I'm going to play five, ten seconds maybe of a movie quote. Could have your boy Jim in it. Could have somebody else in it. And you got to guess the movie 
And for bonus points, you can guess the scene. So I got Ooh. about uh, I got about eight clips. So depending on time, we'll see how this goes. I'm going to ask individual people first, and then we'll go from there. We might have a free fall, free for all afterwards. Free falling. I, I like it a lot. <laughs> Alrighty then. I know what was it you did like smoking, and then all right, somebody stop me. Oh wait, did no anybody do smoking? No. Oh, we could have <laughs> done smoking, it bro. <laughs> it's never too late. <laughs> yeah, smoking. This is Alex. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> but uh, I'm going to jump into it. I didn't pick any movie in particular. So um, just for the hell of it, I'm thinking of a number between one and ten. Three. Six. Eight. The number was nine. I thought when he was. So that means Dave will go first and then Fig and then the other smoking Chris. Wow. I like this. Ready starting off as number one, baby. <laughs> so we are going to start it out with DB. Here you go, Dave. Afterwards, it's up to the other fellas. He's a pedantic, pontificating, pretentious bastard, a belligerent old fart, a worthless steaming pile of cow dung. That's from Liar Liar. That is correct, my friend. Nice job. Do you remember what's seen by chance? It's when he's listening back to a tape in the courtroom, I believe, and the judge asks him to repeat it back. And so he repeats. Or am I wrong about that? Was I right? Um, about that? If you can hear the dogs barking, sorry to ruin that one. But that is incorrect. Oh, incorrect. Yeah. <laughs> or it's they ask him in front of the board. It's in front of the board of all the other main firm, like leaders or whatever dude and they are like what what do you think of your boss the lady does and he says his honest opinion yeah and they think it's a joke and it yeah. makes them all like him even more for and then it. he's like figuratively speaking afterwards <laughs> nicely done we're gonna jump ahead to mr figueroa let's go hey thanks for the free parking another Ooh, is that bruce almighty Oh, no, no. Thanks for the free park. I, I maybe played a little too short. I maybe should have played a little longer, but. Is it me, myself, and Irene? I'm sorry, my friend. Mm, I don't, I don't know. Does anyone okay. else know? Chris, do you know it? Ace Ventura 2. Ace Ventura yeah. 2. It was. Good job, I man. Was, Good job. I was trying to do this to you to try uh, to be like, it's yeah. a sequel. That's the Activist only reason I knew it. Activist. Yes. <laughs> Activist. Yes. <laughs> yes that it is makes the, me uh, want to watch the movie. Dude. Uh, great scene where he's with all the higher up, uh, up people and he comes across that <laughs> dude who looks like Mr. Monopoly. And he slaps him. Knocks him out. He right? Knocks him like, out. Do not pass go. Anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Do not dude, collect two hundred dollars. <laughs> it gets wild, dude. He's uh classic Jim Carrey right there. So, Mr. Figaro, I'm sorry about that. Hey, man, that was yeah. all me. It's all good. Think, just happy to play, man. Just happy to be here. <laughs> all right. Well, we're gonna jump ahead to the other Chris. You uh. You fellas been doing a bit of boozing, have you? Sucking back on Grandpa's old cough medicine? Challenge. Chris, do not let me down with this one, my friend. 
Now, that, for a little hint, was not Jim Carrey. Yeah, that sounded like almost like Michael Rappaport, dude. No, uh, I, don't, I can't I don't think know of his who, name, uh, but you yeah. know him. He's from uh, the Half Baked. Oh, well, yeah, Half Baked. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Man, I don't, I don't know this one, dude. Uh, it's a classic. Take a. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll play a, a little. Classic. Well, I don't know if I should. Yeah. Classic. Uh, the pull, mask. The pull mask. over. No, that it's is hard again. But thanks oh. for asking. <laughs> I don't know, man. No, the mask was a good guess, but it was pissing like a ra- Got to piss like a goddamn racehorse. You um, myself and I pull over. I'm not. I'm not pulling over. Well, we're gonna have to. Uh, Dave and Fig can say it together. Dumb and dumber. Dumb and dumber. Oh. <laughs> he ends up peeing in a bottle, and he thought it's his booze, and he drinks it to taste it, and drinks his piss. So sorry. He sends them on their way, dude. It worked mm, though. Yeah. All right. All right. We're jumping ahead. We're going to uh, give everybody one more chance, and then I'll have two free for alls. So this one, we're going back to you, Mister Dave, Mister DB. Here we go. Mr. Apologize, right? Mm-hmm. All right, go, cool, go. Cool. I'll tell you what, we'll apologize. The damn monkey comes out my butt, then you get your sorry. How about <laughs> that? would be Bruce Almighty. Oh. When man. I forget the actor's name, he's in so many movies. He's, in, he's the Mexican guy in every movie. He's like much. the he's like the cholo gangster like it's, Mexican uh, guy it, in every Hec- movie. His name's Hector. <laughs> he probably his name is Hector in every one. You're right. I, Damn. And, so, um, uh, damn. He, okay. Yeah, he, he makes that comment, and then he makes a monkey mm-hmm. fly out of his butt. And then he makes it, <laughs> yeah, which is horrible because you just, when you think about that scene of a monkey coming we out all of think it's, Yeah, we all think it's funny, but like, did that in all seriousness have like severe like health repercussions for that gentleman? Oh, did dude, his butt explode or did it his go back? Hopefully it, was he's, God, it was the magic of God. But he's he, God was he merciful he, enough to like reform his butthole or did he let it sit yeah, blown out? I don't know? know. We'll leave it up to the viewers out there. But yes, that is correct. Hey, we're gonna we're gonna take a poll out there. Everybody get in Alex's DMs and let yeah. him know if you think the what butthole happened exploded? to his butthole. <laughs> and is he okay still? But all right, jumping ahead to Chris, Chris Figueroa. Okay, here we go. You can't be serious. The author knows so much about me. It's as if he chose me. Is this what you've been doing all day? Ooh. Mm. Uh, Eternal Sunshine for the Spotless Mind? No. But one of his serious roles, yes. You're thinking good. Mm. Is it the number 23? The number 23 is correct. Nicely Ooh. done. Kind of give you a little hint there. Not not a big hint, but but yeah. How did you guys feel about that flick? I liked it, man. It was fucking wild. Dude, I haven't seen it since in theaters one time. Saw it one time, but really enjoyed it. I can't really remember it a whole bunch, but I do do remember ultimately liking it at the end Mm, of it. Very dark, dark movie. It came out in like what, like 2007 or something, dude? Oh, I just deleted the link, but yeah, 2006, 2007 for sure. All right, my friend. I won't ask you the scene because that's, yeah, that's one of those movies. But you want to guess what scene? <laughs> I definitely want to revisit it. Um, the scene, I have no idea. I just know the number 23 mm-hmm. pops up in like weird, crazy ways and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. 
it's like he's basically telling his girlfriend or something and his name, his birth date, the time of his being born, just all add up to 23. And he's he's losing his shit. Fuck yeah. Good job. Uh, jumping ahead to the other Chris. Here you go. Happening! Well, you're having a nervous breakdown. That's what's happening. You're part of this, aren't you? Is that... Uh... Be myself and Irene? <laughs> oh, no, it is not. Oh. Good guess, though. Everybody else Holy. seemed like everybody else in the audience thought Damn, that. Holy fuck Jesus. I'm fucking these up, man. I really uh, thought it was. Yeah. Is it um The Mask? It is not The Mask. Damn. Hmm, I don't know. Liar, liar? Now I can play a little more. Play a little Eternal more. Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. <laughs> Truman Show? Chris got it. That is the Chris Truman Show. It. Good job. I just I watched before it, you played the hint for, yes, the, yes, for the record yes. before the hint mm-hmm. audience. I didn't know what's she was going to shoot his name out like that. What's but. her name? Laura McKinney. Is that oh the yeah? That I don't movie? know. Yeah, she's great though. She's in uh, Ozark. Dude, yeah, and that was something about that film too, where they had almost like obviously it was a job for them, but their crisis measures where the mm-hmm. friend would always come over to the house with a six pack of beer and be like, what's up? Yeah, I, just- I, know. <laughs> I know. She's like basically selling a commercial to him because he's just starting to lose his shit. And she's just like, uh, drink, drink this cocoa. It is the best tasting cocoa. He's like, what are you doing? What are you fucking yeah. talking to right now? Dude, that and- is a crazy part of the film. Mm-hmm. And doesn't she look at, in that scene, does she look at the camera? She's like, he, like, he, he knows, he knows. And he's like, what? Like, help me, help me, get me out of here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah she starts to lose it because um, she pulls a knife on him. And that's when literally uh, freaks out and homie comes over with a beer. And she just like crawls into his arms Dude. and starts crying. And, he's like, and obviously just the one of the sickest and best parts of the movie is when he reaches the wall in the mm-hmm. sea. And oh, the creator yeah, yeah, yeah. gets on and he's like, Truman. And he's like trying to stop him and yeah. he ends up leaving. If I don't cool. see you, good evening, good afternoon, and good night. <laughs> nice job. And if Steve was here, I'd ask him, what do you think Arnold Schwarzenegger would do in that role, Steve? <laughs> we just cut a audio clip in for that. Truman, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. What did he say last time to you? You motherfucker. Fucker. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I will say again, I've listened to my Gottfried several times and you guys have been lying to me. I'm horrible. <laughs> it's bad. We're gaslighting you, dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah. None of us have tried it. So. Hey, you are. It's, You're it's the like best my out Owen, of all of us. It's like my Owen Wilson. Anything out of wow. Wow. I can't. I, I really I mean, struggle with I mean, my wife. Listened to it. Wow. And was like, this is terrible. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's what I knew. You guys Josh got me. Thing. You sons of bitches. Wow. Look at me. I'm on the Truman show. That was a, t- <laughs> but see, that was worse, dude. You're, you're way better than me. Gilbert All is right. gone, dude. Gilbert, rest in peace. Okay. We got two more and I'm just going to do a shout out session for this. So be reasonable, be fair. But first man takes. We raising hands. <laughs> no, nah, you can just let's just. Uh, that was a hor- That was that didn't work. It just didn't work. <laughs> raising hands. Honor. Don't have honors. So we can't do the honors. Steve. Steve was still on that Japan uh, timeline. <laughs> time zone. Yeah, he's lagging, dude. <laughs> but all right, two more to go. That's an interesting time, Mister. Ipkiss. Liar, liar. No, no, no. Mask. The mask. <laughs> it was the mask. 
I'm sorry, guys. I First answers guy. count only. <laughs> <laughs> First answers. It's the mask. Me. It's Cameron Diaz. It's Jim Carrey in the mask. Jim Carrey is Stanley Ipkiss. And um, uh, Cameron Diaz is Samantha Squires. And his dog is named Milo. All right. Points. Points. Points all around. Good job. Dave's winning, unfortunately. That is the opening of the movie as well. I'm not gonna lie, I did make up Cameron Diaz's character name, knowing that you guys would not challenge me on it. (laughs) All righty, then we are doing the last one, and here we go. Here we shine. (laughs) Now, let's pluck those eyebrows. She loves me, she loves me not. Cable guy, the cable guy is correct. Nice. You know what scene? That is a, a random scene. I didn't even realize was in it. With I Mr. Wow was in that scene. Oh, really? Doesn't, it's uh, Matthew Broderick. I forget his name and the character. Doesn't he have a girlfriend? And Owen Wilson is like kind of like creeping in on her. And mm-hmm. Jim Carrey, I, I, he, the cable guy goes yeah. to like kind of scare him. Being like, hey, it's my yep. boy's girl. Stay back. Basically oh, okay. beats the shit out of him. Had his boys um, back in the end. He goes to the bathroom. He 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 tips the 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 bathroom attendant to leave. He acts like the bathroom attendant, and then proceeds to vi- physically violate this guy. And as uh, any as any bro <laughs> should do for his best bro. Yeah, he was a good friend, but man, he just overstepped it a little bit. A little another bit. scene where obviously Jim Carrey's done this multiple times, but this was probably on that same watch mojo list but uh where they go and see the medieval you know dinner and a show with yeah, medieval time soon, yeah when, when he put the meat the roast beef on his face and he was like hello like did the imitation of <laughs> silence of the lambs oh, that yeah. was uh that was actually improvised and matthew broderick laughing at that was like a break in his character too. Hmm. Like he just went with it and they ended up keeping it in the movie, dude. So if you want to revisit that scene, it's pretty yeah, funny. Great movie. So that is it, gentlemen. Congratulations, everybody. Everybody wins. Points all around. Woo! That concludes the Jim Carrey movie quote game. Thank you for playing. Alrighty, B, that was a great movie game, but I say let's roll into a one has to go. What you gonna pick? Don't pick no stupid shit, because one has to go. Alrighty, friends, for this first one has to go topic, I say we do a, a group one this time. So if we had to get rid of either The Mask, Dumb and Dumber, or Liar Liar, which one would you vote off the island? Let's get this ball rolling. One off the island. Um, Man, for me... I love all three of these movies, but just because I have the least experience with it and I haven't seen it since I was a kid, I'm going to have to go with the mask. And boo. Oh, boo you, whore. Yeah, I'm going to jump on that wagon, though, with you. Uh, Liar Liar and Dumb and Dumber are more iconic, and I've seen more times. The mask is smoking out of here. Damn, Al. Okay. <laughs> I can get... How you guys on a comparison of all three of these movies, how one has to go. I could see how the obvious outlier here is the fucking mask, but it's almost not fair because unlike your guys' answers, 
I used to watch this movie so much. And this was a movie that I I've, I used to watch a lot more at the time than Dumb and Dumber and Liar Liar, just because it was before both of those, I believe. I could be wrong about that. I'd have to look up the IMDb. But they're all so great, man. It's so hard. The Mask is such a genuinely just like its own movie that it's so hard to do this. But the others are too. So the Mask has to go. Damn, I asked you guys if this was going to be easier. <laughs> yeah, dude, for myself, I thought this one would be a little bit harder because I do love The Mask. But I just think Liar Liar and Dumb and Dumber are just top notch Jim Carrey movies. Mm -hmm. Just top-notch comedy movies in general. and It's shitty, though, because The Mask is, though, man. I would like to say. It is. It's just so hard. It's like, I wouldn't say razor thin, but it's still hard to like. It's like taking off a part of you with saying bye to The Mask. Yeah, but unfortunately, one has got to go, and The Mask was unanimous. Sayonara. If someone on the boat home will put The Mask on and its legacy will live on, don't be, don't be too sad, man. <laughs> The Mask and Dumb and Dumber both came out in 94. Liar Liar came out in 97 or 98, I just read. So he was on a roll oh, popping okay. out movies. I will say about The Mask, I don't know what she was in previous to it, but Cameron Diaz, I think this was kind of one of her coming out roles to the fans or to Hollywood. Yeah, I for sure want to say, I mean, she might have been in other stuff too prior to that, but I think this was, especially being in the movie with Jim Carrey in, what did you say, Al? This was, what, 1997? Uh, 94 was oh. The Mask. Do you guys okay. remember how that the movie was a lot of fun? It's part cartoon, part live action, but I feel like it gets overlooked. Not a lot of people talk about it too much other than like our age range of people. But do you remember Mask? how? Yeah, like I, I just never taught. I don't hear about it too often or be, being brought up. But also, do you guys just remember how crazy the boyfriend, her other like abusive club owner boyfriend was oh, yeah. when he wore the mask? How insane that shit was. Almost kind of like super shredder guy. status. Wasn't there a cartoon that was pretty popular? The mask, know. the mask, and Ace Ventura had cartoons for them. Oh shit! Yeah, the mask uh, cartoon was pretty popular in '97 as well. I do remember that cartoon. Ace Ventura, I didn't know that. And I also remember the video game was fucking really hard. Yeah, very cool animation in it and CGI. You know where it obviously pushed the boundaries of reality. So that was that was cool, definitely. Sometimes I fuck it up and drag it out but <clears throat> so my question to you guys it's kind of a double-ended question if you will is there a role in a book or like a comic or something that you've seen that hasn't been portrayed that you could envision jim carrey doing or if if you don't have that maybe a role that somebody else played where you think jim carrey might have been played it better i think this might come off as like a i don't know a cliche or something but if they were to do a live action rick and morty i would love to see him as rick sanchez dude i think that you know he would obviously have to be a little more dark and vulgar than he normally is but like the zany off the wall shenanigans part i i think he could blend the, like he's done serious he's done zany humor i don't know that a live action rick and morty would even work at all don't don't do it but if you did, I think Jim Carrey, man. Dude, Chris, you almost just blew my mind with that because I imagine kind of how we alluded earlier, like Jim Carrey's 
retiring. Rick and Morty stops. People forget about it. Let's say like 10, 12 years go by and we just see a, a trailer for a live action Rick and Morty with an older Jim Carrey coming out of retirement to play Rick Sanchez. I think I would lose it, man. I think I would lose it. I would I would be buying tickets. Dude, that's a role I never envisioned Jim Carrey to play, but now I would pay a lot of money to see that happen. Equally, I agree. That'd be awesome. I don't know why I think that this would be a good role for him to play, but Zoolander kept popping in my head. For him being Derek Zoolander, even though maybe he would have been a little too zany, for it but i think he could have been a great character maybe in that movie um but possibly zoolander i don't know that's the first one that popped in my head all right i could i could see that zoolander contender off the boat but uh, we'll see we'll see (laughs) hey man stick to your guns but uh (laughs) i could for sure i mean we you know in the ben siller probably talked about that movie and how he crushed it but i could potentially see jim carrey doing that too as well for me One movie that sticks out, and it's just two different styles, but could you imagine Jim Carrey playing Elf instead of Will Ferrell? It'd be a completely different movie, but I think it would be awesome still, dude. I think it'd be really funny. Yeah, for sure. I I could for sure see him doing that role. Yeah, like no doubt. So... I think Jim Carrey, I mean, he played the Riddler in Batman Forever, which I thought he did a, a pretty fun job doing it. Maybe not the truest portrayal of Riddler, but thought it did a good job. But I honestly thought Jim Carrey could potentially be the Joker too as well. Like his, I mean, it wouldn't be so much physical, but just like the faces he makes, kind of almost resembling the Grinch in a way, right? Like just that Joker sort of sinister look to him. And he could have a crazy ass Joker laugh. So I think yeah. Even could you imagine if they introduced him as like a new Joker and he was just dark, like in the Robert Pattinson films or something, dude. Like that would be crazy as fuck, dude. I I think that could work really well, man. Like we all know Jim Carrey can have those dark roles like you're saying, like in in the movie 23, then also be very maniacal, you know, too as well. Have that like, we know he has a great laugh. So yeah, I think the Joker would be a good fit for him. Like I guess Robert Pattinson is playing a young Batman, but I think we're all kind of waiting. Like how long can they really keep revamping the batman story you know which they can in different storylines and comics but i think the next step would either be like nightwing you know or something or batman beyond where you have the older batman training the younger batman and i think that's going to come in dude and i think in something like that like jim carrey as an old joker would be insane yeah i mean in the cartoon batman beyond he comes back Joker, I forget how he comes back, but that'd be really fucking awesome to see. That'd be dope. Alrighty, fellas. So for this one, we're going to have a little bit of a twist. We won't actually, we might be voting three off, but for this one, we're going to pick a distinctive winner. Like which one would you absolutely want to see the most? Well, I'm going to jump on with the other Chris and yeah. If we saw live action Rick and Morty, Rick Sanchez, it'd be cool. He he could really, 
again, show his chops as an actor and not necessarily be a wacky Jim Carrey Rick, but really show that I could I could act and be Rick Sanchez and really show that character by also giving off, you know, his 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 character traits. Dude, I'd have to agree as much as it would be cool to see him be an older Joker or even potentially being Alf or Zoolander. I think fucking Rick Sanchez would be fucking tits. Maybe I know, I know Steve's not a big fan of him, but Tom Holland as fucking Morty, dude, I feel like he can play that fucking Tom Holland with Jim Carrey, Rick and Morty. I think that'd be fucking tight. Jeez, uh, 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 Rick. Tom Holland. <laughs> I, I, don't know. Know. I don't know um, about that uh, one. I don't just know I just seeing Jim Carrey do like the vulgar, you know, fucking killing people and all that shit would be so funny, man. I think he's got Jim the body Carrey, type for it too. I, I'm gonna have to jump on the bandwagon as well and say Chris jumped out right out the gate. I don't know if any of uh, any of us were thinking of it, but the, I think that's a perfect role, man. I think that shit would be so good, and he would dial right into whatever he needed to dark humor and just be perfect with it, dude. I don't know who they would get to play Morty, but they would do a good job. It'd be the new age Doc and Marty, essentially, who they're based off of, Fucking but. Finn Wolfhard, dude. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, dude, I'm tired of seeing that guy in every fucking movie. The other guy, then the the one with the curly hair, or uh, well, w- w- his name's Will, the one that's always getting possessed by the fucking upside down. I feel like he could play a really good Marty or uh, Morty. <laughs> hey, another know, one that another one I've thought of, and I know it was Jim Carrey, and a lot of people maybe have thought this. He kind of got canceled a little bit for his actions, but Chris D'Elia, I always felt like might be able to pull off a good Rick. I don't know how your guys' thoughts are on that, but... We're talking about Jim Carrey, man. Yeah. God damn it. True. Chris, true. Chris D'Elia has the body style for it, though, for sure. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I apologize, but yes. <laughs> you could do it. Well, fucking uh, Rick Sanchez lives to save the day, as always. He's the smartest man in the universe, so how could we not pick him? Dude. I really want to see that now. Cool. Better wrap that gavel up, B. All right, guys. Those were a lot of great answers for One Has to Go. Once again, another great pod with everybody. Jim Carrey, iconic across the board. No questions asked. We know that. Retiring. We all hope he comes back sooner than later. And hopefully as Rick Sanchez. But thanks for joining us on this pod. This has been Dave. See you later, everybody. It's the claw. It is really cool to talk with you guys. See you later. That pod was smoking.